Well, it's kind of an unusual uh, journey, Peter. Uh, most of my colleagues um, started very early. Uh, in some cases, even their parents were musicians and even professional musicians. In my case, I came from the classic inner city home, a single mother, um, no background of classical music at all. I had the good fortune of uh, living at that time uh, in a period in which music was very vibrant in the country at large in Detroit in particular. Every school, uh, every middle, high school uh, and junior high as we called them back then, now called middle school, had its own orchestra. And of course I had the good fortune of going to Cass Tech. So I started rather late. Um, I didn't even have a private teacher on a regular basis until I was 16 years old. However, I had the opportunity to hear at, while well, I was a Cass Tech, terrific players like David Cerrone, the Barnes Brothers. These people all got into professional, either orchestras or uh, as in the case with David Cerrone became a, a violin pedagogue and uh, well-known. So I heard these people play a lot of the standard concertos as well as you know, hearing the Cass Orchestra play. And uh, I was so inspired that I felt I had to find out how to play that way. As time goes on, uh, when I go to college, the conductor of the college orchestra, Wayne State University, is Walter Poole, who at that time is the assistant conductor of the Detroit Symphony. So he was a big influence on me and later in terms of my interest in conducting. And uh, I had the, the very good luck of um, becoming a student of the late Jack Bozen, who was a member of the DSO First Violin Section. And um, this man took me under his wing, so to speak. And had it not been for him, I wouldn't have been able to sort of catch up um, with the uh, uh, to, to reach the uh, track, so to speak, in my journey to um, be online to get into a professional orchestra. I remember having the opportunity to speak briefly backstage with the legendary Boston Symphony Orchestra concert master, Joseph Silverstein, who's from Detroit and- Oh yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and uh, him just talking about what you're saying about the, the in incredible history of great musicians out of Detroit and especially of violinists and him saying, we are legion. Yeah, he's a cast tech man, I believe, too. <laughs> Can you share uh, an early memory of first hearing the Detroit Symphony Orchestra? Yes, Peter. Um, as a matter of fact, I heard it the way many of my fellow students did at uh, what we now call ECS concerts. We would, um, in the early days, go to the Masonic Temple and then later Ford Auditorium. And we heard and saw, and I add saw for a good reason, the DSO. I mean, first of all, it was massive to my young eyes.
As a young man, I got a chance to really hear fine music. I heard the DSO as well as the Cass Orchestra. And that was an opportunity that was available to all students in Detroit at that time. And it was a wonderful period of time and I have some really fond memories. Uh, I'll tell you another thing that's rather unusual in terms of my interest in classical music or whatever we want to call it. Um, this is kind of strange sounding maybe to a modern audience, a younger one, but uh, during the time that I was growing up, the 40s, 50s, the radio was a big deal. And there was a lot of great orchestral music on the radio, not just in terms of actual concerts like the NBC symphony concerts that you could hear, but also if you were listening to the Green Hornet, not only did you hear Flight of the Bumblebee, but you heard a lot of other classical pieces. At the time, I didn't know what they were, uh, but throughout the broadcast, you'd hear that. Of course, everybody knows about the William Tell Overture being associated with the Lone Ranger, but not only was the William Tell Overture there, but Rienzi, parts of that were there. Many other pieces, the Beethoven's seventh, second movement, even at times, it was everywhere. Having been a member of the Metropolitan Opera Touring Orchestra and several other major U.S. symphony orchestras, Indianapolis, St. Louis, and Detroit, I've, I've heard a few of your stories now. We've known each other for a little while, but you must have countless stories of partnering with great artists from many decades. Can you share a, a couple of your fondest memories of performances? Well, there are many, but I will... Uh pull out a couple of them that uh, I remember. I remember the first time that uh, the orchestra played a Bruckner symphony in orchestra hall. It wasn't completed totally, but it was, uh, I mean, the hall itself, the renovations weren't complete, but the hall was usable. And we did the massive Bruckner eighth symphony uh, and uh, Simkoff was the conductor and, you know, the acoustics there, and um, this great conductor and a Bruckner symphony, I, I just loved that. I remember some humorous events too. Um, uh, uh, during the time that um, Antoine Dorati was music director. There was an occasion which we were recording, I think it was the old United Artists Theater. And um, Dorati was a, a nice person and a great music director, but he had an explosive temper. So something happened, I can't remember the details, and he was very angry. Uh, somebody called from the recording uh, area and asked him to, to stop um, and he wanted to continue beyond a certain point. So to make a long story short, um, he was angry. He picked up a big score and just threw it straight ahead, didn't care where to land it and stormed off. So obviously everybody was, all the musicians were saying, my God, what happened? That's, wow. that's bizarre. So, um, you know, it was rather tense when we came back and we sat down. Then Dorati 
walked out on a stand <laughs> masterfully said, well, I lost my temper, but now I found it. And we all broke out <laughs> laughing and it was just <laughs> great. And you know, we continued to play. So that was funny. Now you lead the Gross Point Symphony Orchestra and uh, full transparency and disclosure here. I'm a member of the Gross Point Symphony Orchestra as a violin player. So Maestro, thank you for allowing me to come into your space. Everybody's happy that you're here with us. Thank you. Um, you uh, told us a little bit about your road to conducting through your work at Wayne State University. When was it you really knew that um, in addition to playing the violin, you wanted to be on the podium? An opportunity opened up uh, to be uh, conductor of Gross Point. Um, the late Felix Resnick was music director, as you know, and he was, um, to make a long story short, he became ill and wasn't able to do one of the concerts and somebody suggested that I step in and uh, he was okay with that. So I got to do that. And when Felix finally decided that after many, many uh, long years as a very successful conductor there, he would step aside um, due to health concerns and I was approached about doing it and I was very happy about that. Like you, Felix Resnick was a veteran violinist in the Detroit Symphony Orchestra and also a conductor. And you and the Gross Point Symphony Orchestra maintained this strong connection with the DSO. And we enjoy hearing a lot of the musicians as soloists with your orchestra. Yes, it's a great privilege for us to have them. Um, members of the orchestra just love to hear them play. Um, many members of, of uh, orchestras across the country are very strong soloists and um, don't get the opportunity to do it very much. It's kind of interesting. You know yourself that, um, you know, when you're preparing to become a violinist, uh, you're practicing, among other things, um, you're, you're practicing solo literature. If you start playing regularly, you're not going to be standing up in front of an orchestra playing uh, the Brahms concerto or something. It's going to be the great famous soloists who are, you know, super players. Right. So um, a lot of our DSO players are at a very high level and uh, the orchestra gets to hear them, the community gets to hear them. And uh, we have the, the good uh, fortune of having a few of them as regular members of the orchestra, including our concert master. Detroit native violinist Joe Striplin is the conductor and leader of the Gross Point Symphony Orchestra. And congratulations on your recent retirement from a decades-long successful career with the Metropolitan Opera Touring Orchestra, the Indianapolis Symphony, the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, and the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Thank you, Maestro. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Peter. For WRCJ, I'm Peter Worf. Thank you.